Hey everybody, Dave Shemaleski here, Direct Line Media. This is the second episode of our podcast. With me, I have uh, a good friend, a person we've done some work together with. He is a local real estate agent here in West Hartford, and uh, his name's Dave Pylon. Uh, Dave, thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. <laughs> cool. So uh, to get started, this is a little. So as I said, this is the second one, and. Um, doing things a little bit different, although the same. We have a table this time. We're not holding our microphone, so it's hopefully a little bit more comfortable for everybody. And uh, welcome to my offices. I don't think you've ever been here yet. No, I mean, I haven't made it much further than the front door in this building yeah. before. So it's a cool building. We are, if people don't know where we are, we're at 485 in New Park. It's uh, where New Park Brewing is, and it's a really, uh, really a, a fun, cool building. And I've been here for a few years now, but new space in the same building. And I just hung up signs yesterday. Did you see my signs coming down the hallway? I did. I, I yeah. did not get lost on the way here. Nice. It's a little bit of a walk, but yeah. Nice. Right on me. So, so mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about, uh, you're now with uh, the Miali team. Mm -hmm. And so let's talk a little bit, because I think that's, as I said, this is the people behind the brand. So let's talk a little bit about... Um, oh, like behind my brand. Behind your is, brand. We're not just talking about you here? No, no. Not talking about, although we'd, I'd love to talk just about me all day. We can't mm -hmm. do that. So we're going to talk about you. Uh, and your brand. So just give, give, us, give everybody a little bit of uh, history uh, about, uh, about what you've been doing here in West Hartford. A little history. A little history. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Actually, I love history. I left that open-ended. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like, just, uh, so, uh, just tell me about yourself. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I did grow up here in West Hartford. Um, Oh God! There's so I could make this story really long, or really, I, I don't really even know. You know, we got time. This is an open-ended format. You know, okay. We could, uh, go as short as long as you like. So, I mean, if you want to tell us about your childhood and growing no, up, no, no. I think, it, like, <laughs> ideally, I would tell you how I've gotten to where I am right now in let's, my let's talk about in that. my career. Because I know you were <laughs> you were killing it as uh, Dave Pylon at yeah. Keller Williams. Yes. Doing, as far as you know, I could tell, anybody could tell. And and then you joined uh, this group that's really been doing well, uh, the Miali team. Mm -hmm. So I want, I want you to take me through sort of like that decision, like why you got into real estate, how you built your brand of Dave Pylon. Okay, this will be fun. And then, and then let's uh, okay. and then up to all where right. we are now. All right, all right, all right, here we go. So actually, let's start at the end and then I'll take you back, right? Cool. Miali team is like a, a group within Keller Williams Realty. Um, and, and the thing about it that is appealing to me is, um, for one thing, I do really like Matt Mialli. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. <laughs> he doesn't. But the other part is that there it's, it's a very successful team um, that actually sells, you know, I, I believe the most real estate in West Hartford, right? Wow. So like that, that's one thing, but then also there's like other stats, you know, and like, I don't want to like misquote anything. So like, you know, sure. these are all just like general things, sure. but the, you know, the, it's, it's a, a system that works that I don't have to spend a lot of time uh, building myself. I can just focus on relationships and giving people the best possible service that, you know, I can, you know, through this team. So how did I get here, though? Yeah, That's what you want to know. Yeah, All right, yeah. yeah. Um, hopefully I presented that well. But anyways. <laughs> yeah, so Miali yeah. is, uh, you know, I've, I've mm -hmm. known Matt for a little while, off and on, acquaintances, I guess, really. And, and, um, uh, and yeah, he's, he's grown. I remember when he had two people mm -hmm. with him, and now he's got 20-something, I believe. 
about like 25 to 27. Yeah, yeah which is huge. And mm-hmm. here, here's Dave Pylon jumping on, jumping on board. All right. So how did I even get here, right? Yeah. Because I've been in the real estate business for, um, let's see, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. We're, we're pushing eight years now, okay? <laughs> so how did I even make Love the decision it. to be here, right? Yeah. So I grew up here in West Hartford. And um, a big thing for me was, as you know, I'm, I'm very involved with uh, Camp Jewel in the, in the YMCA there, mm-hmm. right? So I was always a camp kid. So that was my thing for a long time. I have a whole previous career. I, was, I met with like a career consultant once. They're like, whoa, you have this like whole career in the camping industry. Yeah, so like, you know, I've been a, a lifeguard. I, I, wow. I, I do like, I, I know all, I, I was a ropes course director. You a lifeguard at a beach or a pool or a lake? At a lake. At a lake. See, I yes. did lifeguarding at a pool. Um, so I worked at a number of different like outdoor recreation camp facilities um, throughout high school and college. And um, I even, I have a master's degree in recreation management. Get out. Yeah. Do you know what that lets no, you know? No like, the joke would be that, do you know what you become if you have a master's yeah. degree in recreation yeah, management? A, a real estate agent. Oh, real estate agent. <laughs> of course, of course. So, <laughs> right. so we'll, we'll, we'll let, let's, let's. This is kind of fun because we've never actually had this we've conversation. Never had this conversation. It, like, and that's, that's why like most of the time it's kind of irrelevant. People just like, you know, you for like what, what you're working. Yeah. They feel good about it. Yeah. Like, nobody what, cares about your history. This is what I find. Most of the time, you know, it is interesting because mm-hmm. you know we go to these meetings. You and I go to network and all that stuff. So hey, I'm Dave. What do you do? Uh, video. I do, you know, and that sort of is your life. You know, real estate. But nobody knows that you have a, ma- a master's in recreation management, management. from Springfield College. Yeah. So um, what was your? I got to ask this now. What were your thoughts of uh, you know when you're taking that master's? Where where was your? Was it like I'm going to be a real estate agent anyway? I just want this master's degree or did you have a different path um i at that point i was very involved in the in the camping industry right so i was i was thinking i would be you know if not camping you could be involved in like resort management Mm -hmm. or um or parks and recreation like those were the kind of things that uh the people in that and it's also like it's a it's um, kind of like it fits in the category of the bigger um, program of sport management. So that, like all the people in my class like wanted to be like coaches or um, they wanted to work in like professional sure. sports like NFL, NBA. Like, you know, like cool. so it was actually yeah. an interesting group of people. And then there's like a couple other camp people and some parks and rec people. Okay. Um, but I will tell you like you don't really need a degree – at all <laughs> to, do, to do what I'm doing, actually. Yeah. So it's actually just a fun thing to say. No, I never say that and people are like, oh, you shouldn't ever have done that. I'm like, you know, well, like they do from a, like, a, you, you spent a lot of money on that. Maybe you shouldn't have done yeah. that. But like, yeah. it is kind of a cool part of my history at this point. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know? No, I think so. Um, so, so, you, so you graduated and you, and you said like, I'm going to be a real estate agent instead. Like, is that no, no, no. There was like, a, a, so after I graduated... Um, well, I, first of all, I graduated in 2008 from that okay. program. Um, so I don't know if you remember what was going on yeah. in 2008, yeah, but it was it somewhat uh, difficult to find a job. It was a little hard at that time. Yeah. yeah, so I just went, I leaned back onto things that I knew already. So I kept working as a program 
facilitator type person, right? And so I'm like, oh man, I got this master's degree. Like now I'm like just doing this job. So if I'm going to do this job, I'm going to do it in somewhere cool. So I started looking for interesting spots. I ended up in at a facility in San Bernardino, California. Okay. In the mountains, which was cool. So like, you know, I had a good cool. good way to like, you know, go live somewhere else for you know, a small or long amount of time. I really had no idea at the time what I was going for. So I was there for a year and a half, um, and I had two different jobs there, actually. I worked at a camp where I led 50-mile treks, too. So that that was fun, right? But, like, mostly I was working, doing outdoor education programs with school children while I was there. So that that was kind of fun. While I was there, so, you know, in the industry that I was in, it's, there's a lot of, like, nonprofits. It's the sure. YMCA or the Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, uh, sure. Boys and Girls Club, like that kind of thing. This place I was working in California was run by an entrepreneur. Okay. So, like, he had, like, a camp and an outdoor education program and, like, a, a magazine Wow. Right. Like, so I, I was like, I was fascinated by this because, you know, in all of our schooling, we're never prepared for this idea of like business owner. No. You know? No, never. Yeah. I and mean, then that's what you are too. Yeah. So I'm sure you had that realization at some point. Like, wait steep, a minute, I could just go yeah. off on my own. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a steep learning curve if you're not prepared. Yeah. Um, but it all works out. Mm hmm. Yeah. So watching this guy who's, he's an entrepreneur, I'm like, that is so interesting to me. He just, like, started a business. And, like, I didn't even understand, like, you know, some people, you, you have to spend money to make money if you're sure. in that, that world, right? So it's like some people are able to raise it through, you know, investors or bank loans or what. So I didn't even understand all how that part worked. I was just fascinated by the fact that you could just, like, start something. Like, wait a minute, does, he doesn't have a job, too? Like, this is just, like, he figured out how to run this thing as a yeah. business. And so... That, I mean, there was a lot of conversations amongst the workers there, too, about it. Because the, for, for all of us, really, we're not used to working at facilities that are run by business owners. So it's kind of interesting, right? Yeah. We're used to having, like, a program director who works for someone who works for something. Like, you know, and you don't really know who's uh, in charge or whatever. But in this sure. case, it was like, oh, this guy runs the show here. He owns the business. Uh, he hired everybody. He started this from scratch. Wow, that's interesting. So like that spar- started to spur this whole idea of maybe I'd like to do something you know, for myself. Okay. Um, and that was in 2011. Okay. Right? So now here we are. It's 2020. 2020. Yeah, right? <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Two days is going to be February of 2020, so mm-hmm. I don't know where that's going. But um, So ultimately, we'll make a long story short there, right? So... I came back to Connecticut, and I was, I was like, I got to figure, I don't know what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. but the ultimate goal would be to do something that is a little more entrepreneurial. So I started just you know, exploring that idea, and at one point, a friend of mine said, have you ever thought about getting a real estate license? Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's, um, it's kind of like what you're talking about, but you have lots of other people around mm-hmm. that are also... Um, you know, we're learning about the same sort of thing. So it's like you're in business for yourself, but you're also part of a larger group that's also learning and growing in the same sure. ways. So that idea was very appealing to me. And that I, I just started that idea. I didn't really ever have a plan B. I mean, I had, uh, I was 
you know, I had other things going on sure. on the side, you know, sure. that I'd worked out. But yeah, that was in July of 2012. That was when I started my real estate career. Okay. Um, so as a person who, you know, was start, I, like I, it, it, you, when you join a real estate company, you, you have this picture in your mind of like, Okay, so like, what happens? You do you just show up and like they give you some clients to work with or what? You don't under even after like the yeah. I, exploring the idea of being an entrepreneur, like you still yeah. don't really understand that actually, it's all up to you, yeah, right? It's, it's like all... it's like, it's completely up to you. You have to find all of the clients, which is like, satisfying and terrifying all yourself. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's, yeah, and there's a lot of different ways to do it, but like one of the big things at Keller Williams Realty, which is, you know, my company I've started there. I, I don't really ever plan on leaving that sure. company. It's like, it's... It's an amazing company. Because it's not They're even cool. really... Uh, a, it's like a, a, uh, a... It's educational and business building services that yeah. you use to build your own business, which anybody in real estate who really knows what's going on knows that you have to build your own business. I mean, it seems so, like you're building your own business within Keller Williams, but I, what I think is mm -hmm. very cool about that is that they give you the, uh, the, the autonomy to do it as you see fit, to do it as yourself, right? So you can put your personality into your business mm -hmm. uh, so you're not, you're not corporatized. I don't know if that's a word. Um, you know, which is very, very cool. So now you, you're Dave Pylon. You have a very... Well, uh, I did you, work on two different teams. Okay. Right? You have a very unique way of, of presenting yourself, which some other people don't. And and I think a company like Keller Williams gives you the freedom to do that where, I mean, I don't know, you know, I'm not familiar with the inside workings of other agencies, but um, anyway, that's kind of my take on it. So that's why I think it's a, okay. pretty, it's a pretty cool business. So let's break it down a little bit. Okay. Um, so... I worked on a team for, for two years when I started, and then I switched to working by myself. And now you can see I've ultimately decided to once again work on this team. So why might I want to do that, right? right. Um, I think one thing I would say is I'm in a business where nobody will ever, ad like it's, it's, it's like a revolving door, right? So people come in, they're very excited, they do three deals and they decide it's not for them. Um, or people are really struggling, but they don't want to let anyone know that they're struggling mm -hmm. because then it makes them look like they're not good at what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So in, especially yeah. like in the social media world, everybody wants to look like they're killing it. When, um, you know, there's, there's definitely been times where like people are like, wow, it looks like you're killing it. And I'm thinking like, yeah, um, you know, that's great. <laughs> Um, in yeah. the, on the inside, you know that's not true, but you can't talk about it that yeah. much, right? You can talk yeah. about it to like close friends or sure. whatever, right? Sure. Um, so, working by myself versus ultimately ending up. So, the, the team I was on originally that was great because it got me into the real estate business, right? So I, I had been licensed for like two months, and I just needed something to do, and they were just okay. basically like call these people see how they're doing, and that got me like a jump start in the business. But then after a couple of years, I went on my own, and I worked by myself for a while, right? So doing everything yourself. You were, you yeah. were marketing and, and calling and figuring it out, the day-to-day -day activities, that kind of stuff? Yes. Through my efforts of networking and social media and whatnot, I do a number of deals per year. And it's just like, it's been the same thing for about five years. And that, it's like, I'm grateful for every single referral that I get and sure. um, every piece of business that I do. 
but like in order to really take it to the next level, there's things that you'd have to do like that involve um, spending money I don't have, um, yeah. resources that I, I like will take me years till I could get to that point. So I was at a point this past fall where I decided. Well, I love the part spending money you don't have because you kind of. Because and, and that's what gotta, everybody's doing. They're they're running up like out, right? ridiculous amounts of credit card debt, yeah. buying cars that they can't afford, so people will think okay, they're well, successful. Not, yeah, so that's you know, like it's so it's that's crazy. A, that's a different thing. So yeah, you know, car. There is a certain real estate agents will say that. They need yeah, a good yeah. Car. I, I guess real estate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is a little. There is sort of a. Um, that, uh, yeah, there's a look, right, maybe, that uh, you need to maintain. If you roll in in your 1975 Pinto rusted, mm -hmm. you know, it may not be a good, a good first impression for a possible client. Yeah, I mean, things that a lot of people might not realize is, like, there's, there's lots of little expenses, and they, they add up. I love it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. No, spending money you don't have. It's like, okay. like you've spent, like, professional photography, yeah. 150 bucks, you yeah. know, um, you know, Calling lists, like people that you, you know, there's there's like data mining companies that yeah. like will put together lists of people who might be interested in buying or selling real estate. What what and if the, the, you don't buy those things? What if you don't? Well, get that's the what I did. What I didn't do a lot of that stuff, and and whenever I did, it would uh, it would be like painful. Like I don't want to spend my. Did it help? It uh, it's hard to say, right? Because okay. a lot of that is branding. Ah. And branding, <laughs> and this is the this is the struggle, right? Yeah. Branding is long term business yeah right yeah i make a video with you yeah somebody watches it or i make a number of videos with you yeah <laughs> right? yeah i might get me business in like four years but when you're starting in a business like real estate you want something that's going to close in like two or three months sure. and actually you never really stop wanting that yeah. right so whether that stuff works is really hard to tell um but what i do know is that um all of this stuff put together does generate business, right? Sure. So what what do you get through being a part of the team is all of a sudden, like I have n like almost no business expenses. It's right. all covered through the team. Now you take per transaction, you take less money, but it's sure. actually easier to deal with than like- Cause you, you know, know your, you know your, whatever the percentage is, you know, when you sell that property, your, it's just that's it. it just, yeah, I mean, you still have to think about right taxes, of course. Right yeah, top, but but, but yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely yeah. I get yeah, that. and not only that, there's extra value in there. So like, you're you are a part of a system that is going to responsibly spend money on things that will help you like potentially cool, generate like cool business, like cool hats. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or um, no, yeah. that like there's a like uh, an event like every yeah. two weeks. You know the Star Wars movie, or yeah. like, it's just like it's nonstop. The uh, Wolf Pack. Yeah. Um, we're gonna do yard goats. Yeah. Awesome. We have you know buyer seminar, what all is, this stuff. Like I would the, never um, do that on my own. What's right? the What's the um, or not anytime soon? Because there's a lot. So I mean, yeah, there's Star Wars, and now I know. I think uh, this weekend or something, you have the um, the hockey game, and then I you said you're gonna do baseball in the spring. So yeah, why? Um, what's the reason for all these, you know, spending all this money to invite all these people to go to all these games? I mean, I'm sure that's not a cheap investment. No, but it's actually the most useful one. Because, yeah, yeah, sure, you could keep cold calling these lists and stuff like that. But what we really want are referrals from friends, family, and past clients. Who right? gets invited to these events? Is it just That's clients? the fun is part. It, it's like you, you kind of, yeah, it could, be, it could be anyone, right? Because it it's, it's going to be a combination of people who you've done business for, 
or with previously or, or not. It could just be people that you like being around because people you like being around like mm-hmm. being around you. Yeah. And in the long run, they're, you're, you're potentially going to get referrals from them anyways. So yeah. you just kind of go, go with that. And, it's not, and there's no expectation, you know. There's sure. no, it's just like, it's a fun time and there's no expectation that there'll be a referral. Just come have fun with this. We're not going to yeah. sell you anything. We're not going to pitch to you. We just want you to be here and, and have fun in this. Yeah. Because what it, what is, it's all about. Okay. Cool. So I, I remember these couple of stats that are like kind of fun that I like to throw out there. So like I say that I've heard everybody knows 11 realtors. Right. And then when I say that, I see people start thinking about, they're like, do I know 11 realtors? I don't know if I know 11 realtors. And it's because you do know 11 realtors. Yeah. You probably know 25, I someone like yourself, know right? A lot, yeah. Um, but the one that you're going to use is the one, like, when, or the one you're going to hire. Yeah, that's a fun thing with that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah, I don't want to be used. I want to be hired, yeah. right? But the one that you're going to work with, or refer is the one that you think of first and you know, like, and trust, right? Sure. So that's, that's the idea behind these events. There's no expectation, but you're going to know, like, and trust more people on the Miali team if you go to the events. Of course. Um, and you're going to be, like, if, if, you, if, you, if you do know 5 to 11 realtors, right, like the average person probably does, you're gonna think of them first. They're like, yeah, I went to the hockey game with them. We got the uh, ice scraper and, and, and like, <laughs> yeah. and they just really treat everyone well. And not only that, but the results are there too. Like the result, we do, yeah. yeah, they, they yeah. you know. He's definitely we're gonna results. do the, I mean, the, the like the up. actual, like the best practices in the industry sure. are taking place in the Miali team. What have you so, what have you learned since being on the Miali team as far as, you know, uh, have you I mean, I know now you're not directly marketing, you know, but you still go to networking events, you still have to present yourself. Is there anything that you do differently, uh, better uh, something you've learned since being with uh, Miali? Well, you know, I love networking. Yeah. Like yeah, that's with yes. It's one um, of your things, yeah. So, but the thing is that you cannot and I do see this at a lot of people that go to these events and I'm, I'm not probably going to stop. I've, I've reevaluated like how many of them I want to go do. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, um, there's a lot of people at networking events that are just hanging out. Sure. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to put anyone down or anything. Right. Like, it's just like they may, maybe they just don't know that you also have to be prospecting for your business. Mm-hmm. You, you can't just hang out at networking events and expect things to come to you. Um, I think I did a bit of that in, in previous versions of my business. Um, cause you will get business, you will get referrals for just from hanging out. But like, there's also, you have to do more intentional things to, to get business. You have to ask people directly cause you have like, sometimes people don't even know that you actually want the business. They might think you're like too busy for business or you know, I, I don't know. Well, what I find, you want to look busy, but you also don't want to be too busy. To, you know. if, if anybody's been to any of these networking events where Dave has introduced himself, um, you may get the impression like, how come this guy is not talking anything about his business, what he does and with anything. But, but on the upside of that, I think it's memorable. I think it's fun because everybody stands up and, and they get, you know, and, and I think anybody that goes to a networking event and stands up in front of, anywhere between 30 to 80 people, depending on when you are. I mean, that takes, you know, especially if you've never done it before. I remember my first event, I stood up, you know, I started through it and, and it's still a little nerve wracking, but, um, 
just the way you present yourself is, uh, and it sticks, right? Because that's, that's well, yeah, Dave, you remember he's the guy, he's, he's the movie star. Oh, right, right. Yeah, Dave, mm-hmm. I remember him, which is, not, people are like, movie star, he's a real estate agent. But no, you, and I, I think it's those quirky kind of fun things of, of, of uh, as part of your brand, right? Because now you're, you know, you're doing videos, you're doing, you're, you're in videos. Well, because you want to make people feel comfortable. Because you want to make, yeah. Uh, yeah. But here's, here's my take on, on how networking yeah, ought to work, right? Because a lot of people will go to these things. They have their 30-second commercial they have to talk about. And talking about yourself is very difficult. Like, I even mm-hmm. get nervous about it every time I have to do it. Yeah. It's still to this day. Of course. So the thing is that nobody's listening to your commercial. They, like, you should really, if, if, if you're going to do anything, just get up and say, like, hey, I'm... Uh, you know, whatever your business is. I'm Dave, I'm a jeweler, or I'm Johnny, and I'm a a bricklayer. Yeah. You need some bricks laid, just call me, right? That's it. That's all you you need. Because if you start trying to think of, like, a memorable thing, like, there's a couple people in there that, like, they have some pretty fun things that they do, right? But for the most part, if you're just going to talk about what you do, just say what it is and then sit back and down. Sit because down. He, like, that's not going to get you any business, right? So if you want to actually get referrals out of a group, you have to, you have to be there over and over again. Like, half the time, if I'm going to, like, you know, West Hartford Chamber Connections, like, half the people there, like, they, they know me already. And that's the people that I'm actually trying to continue to connect with and be friends with and, um, you know, invite them to things that sure. I'm interested in, right? Like, sure. so th- that's it. So it's about staying. But if you just go once and say what you do, it doesn't matter how creative it is. Nobody's ever going to remember you again. So I, had, like, I had this yeah. conversation with Steve uh, in the last episode, and mm-hmm. we talked about when, he's, when people hire him, are they hiring him? Are they hiring his company, right? So mm-hmm. with a real estate agent, it is they're hiring you, right? I mean, you do belong to the alley team, Keller Williams, so they are hiring Keller Williams, but mm-hmm. it's more of a personal thing. And I told him, well, when they hired you know, me, Direct Line Media, they're not hiring my company, right? They're hiring me because they expect me to do the work. So I mm-hmm. think it's important that you show up because when they, you know, when they call on you to do the service, they expect you uh, to do it. So I think you personally are your own, are your own brand, right? Yeah. Well, there's yeah. no way around it in anything you do. You sure. personally are your own brand. Yeah. Yeah. I think it doesn't like work, if you, it doesn't work if any you, other way. <laughs> Right. Like people hate talking about it. Right. But like if you are thinking about how you look before you leave the house, you're thinking about your personal brand. Yeah. Right. Well, how do you want to be presented? Yeah. Um, to me, for it is very important that I am always the same person, mm-hmm. you know, like no matter what. Yeah. Well, I don't uh, want to be I, fake. Well, it's just like your logo. You can't keep putting a different logo up and a different tagline all over the place. Right. It has to remain there's some sort of consistency there. So I, yeah, I agree yeah, with that. Your I, personal I, brand. Your personal Sometimes, brand. and this is how I know that like maybe this is a person I don't want to spend a lot of time around, right? Sometimes when I talk about this, people are like, yeah, but you never talk about like the, the bad stuff. And I'm like, what are you even talking about? Yeah. You know, like why would I even want to talk about that anyways? Yeah. Why would you want to talk about it? You don't want to talk about the bad stuff. Bad yeah. stuff happens and you and deal ba- with it. It happens to everyone. And you move forward. Exactly. You don't, you don't like dwell on it. Sure. You know, you don't. So what's some it? bad things that happen? Are you talking? Um, I can't even. See, <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's it. like I can't even just, think of them. But it's yeah. not because I'm like repressing them or whatever. You just, it's just like not, 
why, yeah, why dwell on the bad why, side? Yeah, I don't dwell on the bad yeah. things. Yeah. Maybe that's part of my personal brand. Yeah. If you don't like that, if you want to talk about it, if you want to talk about things that are making you upset, or no, that's like that's a, probably not your person. Then I might person. not be your realtor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? That might sound harsh. Maybe yeah. like occasionally yeah. I'll talk to people yeah. about like, oh, you're having a bad day, that's too bad, like whatever. But then I'm going to leave. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've made that mistake, you know, yeah. just um, talking to somebody and, and for whatever reason I was in that. And it, it happened to me once that I remember um, mm-hmm. I went and met this guy and, and we were just chatting and stuff. And for whatever reason, I'm going off about like just the miserable week I've had. And I left and I got in my car. I'm like, what did, what did I just do? Mm-hmm. Like what, what, he doesn't want to hear that nonsense. And, and for what, you know, I don't know. Oh yeah. I mean, you know what? I probably I don't know why, I don't too. know why that yeah. happened, but it was just one of those days, you know, and I've, I've really made a conscious effort to never let that happen again. I, I don't, mm-hmm. people don't care. They just want to, you don't even have to talk about anything important as long as you're just kind of chatting about stuff and not bringing up past problems. Here's something that I think um, over the past year or so, particularly, I think I've, I've had a big realization about. It's, it's actually that most people are not like, let's see the best way to put this, are not like optimal yeah. right? <laughs> in okay. their mentality, in their view of the world or, or wherever, right? That, so, they, they, so if you, for one thing, you have to be careful who you're, you're taking your advice from mm-hmm. right I, I i so i that's why i think like i think i've got it figured out that that part of things like yeah like i'm not gonna focus i don't really know where i'm going with that thought yeah you, no, you know what no, i'm saying I, like I, I got you yeah I, I, you know it, it's funny you know you always start, i'm starting to miss hey oh you should you get it all the time oh you yeah. should do this and i've heard this and this is really yeah, great and lots that, of people trying to give you advice and that's really good are not are not are not in it yeah, they're not. They're, doing not it. they're not in it, and they don't feel good about what they're doing. And they don't feel good. Yeah, that's that, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So they want to try to get you to do something in that direction, and I'm like, well, yeah, I'm doing that. So you know, and that's that's something about sticking to your beliefs and and who you are, your brand, and moving yeah. forward. That even if you know, you know, your your wife or girlfriend or whatever says like, mm, no, I don't think that's a good idea. I'm like, well, uh, I do. I yeah, do. and b- I, being I able to, it sometimes I'm can be it. hard to stick to that, you know? Yeah, be, yeah. yeah. I think it's... Because yeah. you, like, you think about it every time. You're like, yeah, well, maybe I could just get a job at an insurance company. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I, I, I probably yeah. could figure that out at this point. Yeah, yeah but do I want to do <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, no. No, I'm too like, deep in this now. Oh, yeah, too, uh, that's it. Too yeah. deep. Like, I'm, yeah, there's no turning back. <laughs> Not now. only that, like, it's, it's, it's a lifestyle that, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's... I don't have to ask for permission to do anything. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a it's a it's a lifestyle you get accustomed to, and and if there's a downside. Like you don't know, like man, it's pretty slow this month. You know, you know whether it's, it's slow at a company that you're an employee it doesn't matter because you're still getting a paycheck. But um, yeah, there's a certain uh, thrill in uh, you know closing the deal mm-hmm. that you don't get working for somebody else really, unless you're one of those people that closes deals. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what do you think of this table? It's cool. Got this. I got I told her, sorry, I got to do this little segue here. So as mm-hmm. I said, uh, I'm in this building at 485, and there's a company here called Blaze and Bloom. Oh, cool. And they do antiques and whatnot. I, you walked past them. You walked past Blaze and Bloom. So I was in there yesterday. I said, listen, I need, uh, I need a table. And uh, this one doesn't quite match. So I'm at the point, like, maybe I should keep the table because it's on loan right now. 
I should keep the table and lose the rug or find another table and keep the rug. But I'm, I'm kind of, kind of like the table. I don't know if, Oh, you, know. you like, you're, you're borrowing them. Well, the, the rug. Yeah. So the rug's another story, but, but the table I just needed. Cause the last time I, I, you know, I needed, I needed a table for this, for this, uh, this session so um and need i didn't have one so so anyway special uh shout out to blaze of bloom thanks for the table and the chairs it's uh working out really well it's like good sunlight coming in it's great yeah yeah no it's a cool space here um i believe this building my father was telling me it was like it was a bakery or something like yeah there's do you know what the history is it was some manufacturing company uh you know, back a hundred or so years ago, I believe it mm -hmm. might have sat vacant, and now uh, there there was a, um, a J. Renee Coffee Roasters got his start in this building. Oh, really? If anybody's familiar with oh, there's uh, a lot Renee, of people Renee got Coffee. started here, then huh? there is a baker here. Uh, she used to be uh, commercial. She does basically just um, you know wholesale now. She doesn't. She's not open to the public anymore. But she's still here. But I don't know if this was a you know I don't, could be. I have no idea. Yeah. It's probably always been a couple things. It's yeah, it's big always enough. been a couple yeah. things. Yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool, fun building. And of course, you know the breweries here now is taking up a lot of space, which I think is just awesome. They keep expanding every time something comes open. They, mm -hmm. they scoop it up. So, uh, uh, yeah, New Park, New Park Brewing. So come on down, check it out. Oh, work in progress. Uh, work in progress is yep, here. Yeah, yep, yeah, the yep, they're they're mm -hmm. here uh, and they're killing it here in this building. It's a very cool, eclectic. Uh, there's a tattoo place in the back of the building. I can't remember the name of it. Hmm. So a lot of places. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. They were some. They just they're they were somewhere buried, and uh, they moved into a new space not all that long ago, and they're a little bit more visible now. And, and yeah, they're they're right behind. Got the wall, of course, the wallpaper and the framing and everything like that. So cool. Yeah, yeah. It's very very cool. Hmm. Um, so what else is happening uh, in the world of of real estate? What is see? It, this is why it's fun, right? We can yeah, just keep talking. We we'll just keep talking about anything. I don't know. I'm gonna ch I'm gonna keep changing it up. And <laughs> I like it. Though. Just interrupting it's, and yeah. changing directions. But that's what how conversations go, right? Yeah, and this is what yeah. people actually like to listen to. Exactly. Yeah, I hope. Anyway, we'll, we'll find. I don't know. We'll, you, we'll find there's out. a couple of podcasts I listen to that are like two to four hours long. That's a long podcast. I know. Yeah. But, but you like know you're driving around all day or you're working out at the gym, like whatever. Yeah. You know what I do? I start. I'm listening. It feels like oh, I always listen to podcasts in my car. I'm like I like listening to music in my car. So, you know, I was on a long drive. I was like, I'm going to put on a podcast. So I put on, I'm like, this that's is how it all starts. I'm like, this is great. Yeah. That's how, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is great. I like, yep. it, it's funny because I, I do listen to talk radio sometimes, but then that gets to be the same nonsense over and over. So it's kind of hit or miss. It has to be the right yeah, podcast. It has to be the right. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll listen for like 10 minutes to see if it's, you know, it's a, you know, it's a, it's not a podcast, but have you ever listened to TIC Sunday morning? They have a, um, a uh, tag sale on Sunday mornings. It's the Sunday morning tag sale. It's on Sunday morning on, on, on 1080 AM. Mm -hmm. And it's just that. So people call up and they say, I have some stuff to sell. And the guy talks to them and they get the phone number. I've never called or bought anything, but just the way it's just fascinating to listen to I mean, what hmm. these people are selling and, and how they're going to bring I've and heard shows guy. like that before, but I haven't actually, I don't know if I've Check actually it out. listened to that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. I forget the, the guy, the host, uh, yeah, so it's the Sunday morning tag sale, 1080. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, so what's happening in the real estate world? What uh, what are the what are the let's let's talk about the even though we're not this not really the topic of our conversation. What are the trends that you see coming up in 2020? I mean, our houses. So I can tell you right now, my house um, in 08 tanked a little bit, not terrible. I think West Hartford actually held up really really well in the real estate yeah. market. 
Uh, it dipped a little bit, but now it's sort of like plateaued for oh, like years. So uh, what's up with that? Can you give us any insight on, <laughs> on what's happening? With well, if it's plateaued, it's very reliable then, right? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. But I want that to go. I remember, yeah. Anyway, we're not going to see that uh, real estate spike like we did prior to 08. Mm. Probably ever again anytime soon. I don't soon. think so. That was... No. That was people were doubling their... House. Yeah, I mean, in, this is four years. Okay, my house, my previous house, doubled in value in about four years. Yeah, it's crazy. When I think about my knowledge of local real estate, I think it like can often revolve around like the the. What do you think about like the typical house, right? Yep. Um, so the most typical house that I can ever think of. And it's just like, it's just where I am. It's, you know, I'm, this is where I'm from, right? It's a three bedroom, one and a half bath colonial house yeah. with a one car garage. Perfect. <laughs> right? Within, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Within, uh, you know, maybe like a mile or so of West Hartford Center. That's like the starting point for when I think about like, what is a house? What is it priced? Like, how's it going to work, right? Mm -hmm. So that house is hovering in the 300 range sure. for as long as I've been doing this, to be honest with you, yeah. you know? So what, what, like what changes that? So use that house, right? So don't change any features about it. This is like, you're going to take a little, um, trip into my brain here okay. for a second. Because like, you know, this is not like, a like a end all be be all way of thinking about things. Right. But let's say that house is in mint condition. Sure. Like, and by that, I mean, if it is old, you can't tell because like, it's been so completely it, rehabbed. Okay, so it's right? all updated, new, yeah. everything. Brand, brand spanking new. 1954 house, but brand new. Brand new, yeah. Gotcha. Um, that could be probably as high as like 350 or 360, right? Like, right. So there, that, that will tip the scale. But it can't be like you um, updated the kitchen in 2012 and you've been living in it since then. Right. So like, that's going to affect that price. Right. Sure. So that will bring it down quite a bit, but like that same house, uh, person's been living in it their whole entire life. They're 90 years old. They pass away or move to a nursing home. And now people are trying to figure out what to do with the house and it has not been updated. Probably not. No, nope. ever, ever. Right. Right. Yeah. That same house could be as low. Well, we'll go into a different category. If it's livable, right? So let's do livable. Livable. But, but that could just, be as low as like two fifty. But nineteen fifty four right? and and nineteen and yeah, nineteen fifty four. Possibly. Period. Okay. A person still might buy that to live in it and update it as they. So you're looking at a hundred thousand dollar difference. Yeah. Right. Just in that type of house. But let's take that same house, um, and. Like no one's lived in it for a couple of years and it's falling apart and uh, has water damage or like whatever. Now that's in a category of a house that you cannot even finance with a mortgage. Right. So that's a whole different category, right? Because, I mean, there's a whole different tangent you can go off on here about how like whenever there's availability of financing, the prices of things just, you know, skyrocket. Not just like go up a little bit, but like, sure. right? So... We could talk about student loans. We could yeah, talk about car talk, loans. Yeah. Like what, right. <laughs> Nonetheless, right? You can't finance that house with a traditional mortgage. Therefore, no buyer can buy it unless they have cash, sure. which means that the only person who's buying that house 
is an investor who's going to rehab the house and flip it and flip it. So then right. they need to make a profit on it. So then that house is actually going to be worth like probably under 200, right? Yeah. By that point. Gotcha. At the most. Gotcha. Yeah. It, and that's maybe the same a, house. maybe a little bit above in West Hartford. That's the yeah. same house, just different. Yeah. Uh, same ex features, right? Same location, same features. Yeah. Same square footage, just different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is it worth, if you have that $250,000 house, the one that hasn't been updated, mm -hmm. right? Is it, I mean, is it worth to bringing it up to code, bringing it up to modern standards to do all of that work and then sell it and get your money back for the investment you put in to, to update that house? Well, so, probably... you spend, so you spend a year updating, you spend mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, tens of thousands of dollars, not $100,000 rehabbing the house kitchen, bathroom, you know, redo the floors, whatever, paint, and now you want to put it on the market. Are you going to make your, are you it gonna make your money? It is still a gamble. It's still a gamble. Yeah. So there's no guarantee. You, so you could lose money. No guarantee in anything. Of course not. You could still lose money. Of yeah. Course not. yeah. In fact, um, something I've started to realize, you know, we've got these companies that are like flipping multiple houses at a time. If you try to do the work that they're doing by yourself, it's going to be, it could be almost double the cost. So... You're, you could you could get your house up to date slightly and then probably do a little bit better, right? So like if you have an old electric system, you could update that. So you're still not going to make a ton of money, but you might make a little bit more. So what are yeah. some what are some if you have that older house yeah. and you don't want to do the whole uh, rehab thing because you know it's like that's too much money, that's too much of a risk. What are some not guarantee, but what are some less risky ways to invest? I don't know, a, a little, uh, five, ten thousand dollars, right? Let's invest ten thousand dollars. What or not even? Let's not even put a money figure on it. What are some small things you can do to update your house to get it to sell quicker and still get your money back? Oh, all right, so investment. let's talk about that for a second, right? Yeah. So first of all, you do have to have upgraded systems, no matter what, that are in relatively good shape. Like there's things that you can't have. Like if you have an old electric system, you're gonna have to update it. Like with it. fuses, that yeah, has to be yeah, yeah. So that would have yeah. to be done, right? But then this, uh, you know, people want things. Well, first of all, if they're not perfect, they want them to look good. You're like it's it's a. Uh, you will not lose by painting your house. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like, That's an easy one. Then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you can make your old house look better with some lighting fixtures and some painting. You just want neutral colors on the wall. And you hear people say things like, why would I want to paint my walls if somebody else is just going to come in and paint them whatever color they want? But like, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's the same idea. It's it's actually just cleaning it. Think of it as like, a, you know, like a real cleaning of the it's house. Too. Clean it, yeah. You want it to not look like your house at all. So yeah. you chose green walls and in your studio here. Well, I chose, uh, yeah, so um, interesting paint um, which it's fun going on in here. Yeah. Fun is a good word. So some people like to have fun with their yeah. colors, but yeah. the ones that appeal to everyone are more neutral. So you would grays not, and whites. You would not recommend painting my house the interior of my house, this color scheme, if I wanted to sell it? No. Probably not. Yeah, yeah so yeah, you yeah. would want to do, you could, 
you could paint the walls, you could stage the house, you know, like it just make it look like impersonal, like that, that kind of stuff will, will help a lot. Yeah. Maybe some flooring. If you have some old nasty linoleum flooring, put a newer layer of flooring on, you know, like that right. kind of stuff. Just yeah. small things. So you don't have to mm -hmm. spend a lot because they probably will redo it. So why invest a ton of money in putting down, you know, high end, you know, but you will floors. not you will not be able to do what a a a company that is flipping multiple houses at a time sure, would of do. course because they are doing multiple at a time yeah. they can promise their contractors more work it's it's just there's yeah. no way to do it you might spend as much as double the amount yeah wow so, so if you do have a house that you're trying to get rid of you're probably not going to do that there's you know so you so you recommend because um, I've seen some pictures of houses some are like you really trying to sell that house. I mean, they got like dog toys scattered yeah. across the floor. I mean, these are on, you know, the website and they're trying to sell or rent their house, you know? Yep. So anyway, you're saying like best case, fresh coat of paint, update some things that are very outdated, uh, and then stage it, get all your stuff out of there, put all another stuff in there. Depersonalize, declutter. Depersonalize, declutter. Mm -hmm. The two D's. Yep. You can actually do a lot with the furniture that you own already too. So, okay. you know, all right. Um, with Miali team, we give everybody a consultation with a stager, you know. Okay. Um, so you, you get a report when they're done, and you can take their recommendations. Uh, some people are better than others. There, it's like some people are house people that understand what is neutral and what would look good to everybody, while others have a little bit of a harder time with it. And, yeah. You know, that's just how it is. Fifteen years ago, we sold our house in Clinton uh, by owner. Mm -hmm. So we just, it was, it was a big thing, right? Everybody was selling their house in uh, 2004, I believe yeah. we sold it, right? Um, somewhere in there. And, um, you know, went online, sellyourhousebyyourself.com or whatever it was. And, you know, we bought a couple of signs. I mean, our whole investment was $200, something ridiculous. And mm -hmm. uh, we got a phone call, looked at the house. They're like, we'll take it. It was below our asking price, but not much. And um, one other person came to look didn't make an offer. So I was like, I'm not waiting. It's not, you know, so anyways, those days and we didn't stage our house. Yeah. I mean, it was freshly painted, but, but it was, it, and I don't think those days are coming back again. I think those days are long. Well, gone. you know what? There's two things that you said there that jump out at me. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking notes. So maybe there was more, so, but there's yeah, two for possibly. sure. Right. Um, so first of all, I would say that like lot, if you're going to sell your house on your own, like the mo the people who are successful at doing that, like they've already they already know the person who's gonna buy their house usually, okay. right? Yeah. Like they're they heard about the house or you know a friend of a friend that sort of thing. But if you're gonna start marketing your house on your own, your chances of success of that like yeah. just plummet. I think we they, were, like they just go down the drain. Yeah, I think like we were it's lucky. one in a hundred, yeah. right? Yeah. I think we were lucky. Well, that's at the why time you were doing went, it, went that's like it. so. There's um, you found a way to market it on your own. Yeah. But then you said the buyer still wanted a discount. Yeah. So like anyone yeah. who's looking at a for sale by owner, they're going to want a discount because sure. they know that that person is not um, paying a real estate commission, which is factored into the home value of every house out there to begin with. You know, love it or hate it. That's just part of sure. the business, right? Yeah. Also, if you're talking about 15 years ago, it was way different, way right? Different. Right? Because yeah, yeah. for one thing, and I'm not just talking about like the real estate market, but like 15 years ago, 
um, you know, you could, if you, even if you look at things on like, like the MLS, like you, you can look, go back like and see like historically what the, if you go back to like even 2009, 2010, there's like three or four iPhone photos of a house, right? And like, that's it. And then yeah. it's like, you know, so you really had to go in to see what it looks like. When we're putting a house on the market now, it's a huge focus on, uh, you know, staging and professional photography to make it look huge. as good as it possibly can. There's people that make a living as a photographer. Uh, oh, absolutely. And, and here's the thing, because what we're doing now, more than ever, is we're making a product that the world is going to see. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Everyone's like it, it's syndicated all over the Internet and people love real estate, not just people who are even like serious about buying and selling houses. So your house could get noticed. You know, I, I mean, I just heard about one the other day. I was like, oh, this listing looks really good. Right. On Sunday, yeah. showing started on Monday. I heard from the agent that the house had 20, 21 showings and nine offers wow. on Monday. Right. So people were looking at it the days leading up. to. I mean, yeah. like it's you are making a it's product. Insane that will you want to generate interest from do you yeah. do you as an agent or as a team do you um, not take on not take on clients because they won't uh, do certain things to get their house prepared for sale i'm talking about people who are selling yeah absolutely Spe like the the number one thing with that would probably so because it, it's about because you sell well, it does i mean it comes down to price too yeah, right yeah. if a person doesn't want to do anything to their house somebody will still buy it for a price mm -hmm for a certain price. But if they want to not do anything for their, to get their house to ready for sale and still want to go for top dollar, that's probably not a strategy that's going to work. So there's ways that, you know, we attempt to make people see that light, but if they ultimately don't want to do it, then there's nothing we can do about yeah. it. We probably wouldn't want to take them on as a client. That's true. Yeah. You know, yeah. cause you, I guess you, if you, you don't want to be in the business of like of, of listing things that don't sell. Yeah, there's Gary. Go. You know? Yeah, terrific point. Yeah, because yeah. that, that affects. That doesn't mean that anything. You, you're spending money to yeah. to market someone's property. Because there's no excuses. Property. Well, how, that house you've had on the market for four months, it still hasn't sold, and you can't. You they, they don't want to hear like, well, you know, the yeah, then it they, just they expires, and then they don't. And they won't do this. There's no like all they see is that the house didn't sell. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. They just say, just like anything, right? All they see is the, the bad work. They don't know the excuses. I mean, you could, you'd say, uh, I got a long. good one. Like, cause yeah. it, it's, it relates to so many other things. Like just yesterday I was telling, talking to someone who's trying to sell an old couch, mm -hmm. right? Not, not like a really old one. Like it's still really nice. And she was saying, she's like, this couch was like $2,000. Shouldn't somebody want to buy it for $700? It's like five years old. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm like, you, I was like, you'll know when you get the price right when more than one person is is interested. Yeah. Until that, like you, you, your chances of selling that couch are like so slim that you might as well not even try. Sure. It, it's unfortunate, right? But like, there's a huge. There's often. It's all based on the market, right? You think? Yeah. That, I mean, that makes sense. Well, it's five years old. I bought it for two grand. Okay, seven fifty sounds good, but like, oh, maybe not. Maybe that's you like, just, it's the, a used couch. The, I want to the problem is when, and, and it's it's there's often a gap between what something ought to be worth mm -hmm. based on like whatever, like the materials what? it took to do it, or yeah, yeah. right, and what people are actually willing to buy. And I think yeah. that's always what we're trying to figure out in the economy in general, right? Yeah, of course, right. So what the market will bear, right? Yeah, yeah. So you might have to get that like in used furniture is like a terrible thing. It's just so bad, right? Because yeah. they charge 
so much for the brand new furniture, but then like absolutely nobody wants used stuff, right? Yeah. So you might have to get down to like like a ridiculously low price to sell your 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 couch that you paid a ridiculous amount to begin with, right? Sure. So it's, but you know you've hit the price Why right five with years? interest. Why would you sell it after five years? I don't and know. Spend two grand on a couch and sell it five years later. I don't know. Because that's a lot of money for on a yeah. couch to sell five. Man, she's moving. Yeah, <laughs> but that yeah, that's the kind of thing that yeah. it can be related to anything else. So that's what it is. Yeah. You know, you want interest in in the property. Sure. You know if it's going to sell at that price within like a week. Yeah. Right. So like yeah, that one that's so, like I got yeah. nine offers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And then you get the right price, and then they don't call you back. You're like, okay, come Tuesday, pick it up, and they never show up. So then you got to start all over again. Yeah. yeah I yeah. love that one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, man. This is mm-hmm. we got to we got to wrap stuff up. It's uh, I don't know how long it's been. It's been a little while. Uh, I'd love to keep talking, but um, you know we got things to do today. Yeah. Uh, so, Dave, listen. Any last uh, last thoughts or comments before we close out this conversation? Um. Uh, call me if you. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you know that is looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate? That is what I need at the moment, nice. and I would love to help anybody yeah. get them into our world. Then you can come to all of our events. You know, just yeah. that's yeah. That's, Look it up, folks. So mm-hmm. Dave Pylon, uh, he's with the Miali team. Uh, Keller Williams here. Facebook, in Instagram, Facebook, Instagram. Hit him up. Uh, great dude. Great guy to have a Snapchat cup of coffee with. Snapchat. You want TikTok? Yeah, but I don't know how to use it. We'd yeah. have to consult my twelve-year-old niece. Yeah, so TikTok is uh, <laughs> fascinating to me. But anyway, yep. that's a that's you know that's another that's a topic. Maybe you have to come back for. We'll talk about TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. Mm. TikTok's killing it. Everybody says it's just for the young people. I've I've been well, on it, man. We're I next. I don't think so. It's I mean, yeah. There's some yeah. Anyway, that's a whole different. That's mm-hmm. a whole different. So Dave, listen. Thanks a lot for yep. uh, stopping by. I think this is a cool conversation. And uh, so I don't know when this is going to go up on uh, up on the air, but hopefully tomorrow or over the weekend. So, cool. folks, I I, uh, I try to post these once a week. Uh, I don't have a regular schedule yet since this is only number two. So it's going to try to be like Friday or maybe Monday or sometime over the weekend. So check it out. Uh, Dave Shemaleski here. Uh, what are we people behind the brand or something like that? Um, thanks a lot for listening. <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs> Still trying to figure it out what it is. <laughs> something cool, like man. something like that. Something like that.